Know thyself. Thought is real. Physical is the illusion. What's yours? How will you serve the world? What do they need that your talent can provide? That's all you have to figure out. The judge is God. Why is he God? Because he decides to win and lose it. Not my opponent. Who is your opponent? He doesn't exist. Why does he not exist? Really, it's an enforcer. Truth I speak. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Being the one is just like being in love. No one can tell you you're in love. You just know it. Through and through. I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Tap In Podcast. I am your host, Jelly. I hope that you all are doing wonderful. Uh, Whatever day it is that you're listening to this podcast, it is Thursday. Uh, Currently, as I'm recording, it is a rainy day. I really do love rainy days, especially in the fall. It just makes my house just feel so much more cozy, (laughs) cozier. Um, So, yeah, I hope that you all are doing great. I hope that your week has been great. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and that you're staying safe and you're staying guarded. You're being protective about the energy that you allow to uh, enter into your life. And you're being more, I guess, responsible with the energy that you allow yourself to partake in. Um, So, yeah, I just really wanted to say that. And it's just very important to sometimes limit, um, I guess, how much you interact with certain situations and certain people, because a lot of things really have the power to drain you, you know, but some things also have the power to restore you as well and, you know, get you to where you need to be as far as, you know, your energy levels. But It's a very critical time right now where it's a lot, you know, happening all over the world. You will need all of your strength, all of your energy and for your emotional health to be on 100 percent during these times right now. So if anything is draining you, stop indulging in it. Stop partaking in it. You know, like I said, it's a very very uh, crucial time right now where you need all of your energy. You don't need to do anything that's going to cause you to vibrate lower. You want to try and maintain a high vibration. So yeah, what I want to talk about first is the Black Lives Matter movement. So I'm going to touch on that first very briefly. Um, I had saw a couple articles And I actually saw this first on the blogger Lovely Tees platform. And I went and did some further research and looked up some other articles about this matter. But there was an article saying that the Black Lives Matter movement was waging a spiritual war on America. That's the founder uh, Miss Colors, I believe is her last name. I'm just going to double check that really quickly. Um, so I don't want to be getting it wrong, but I believe it's Colors. Um, Patrice. 
Patrice Colors, is that it? Yeah. So her, that uh, founder, she ended up, I guess, doing an interview according to some websites. And she was speaking about how Black Lives Matter is more so, it's not just a political movement, but it's also a spiritual movement as well. And she said that, oh my gosh, I hope that you guys can hear everything that's happening in my background um, as far as like the cars and the rain, but she said that when she is, I guess, in certain groups or whatever, or what she does behind closed doors is basically she does, she practice uh, spiritual things such as calling upon her ancestors, calling upon spirits who have passed away from this realm to assist with this, uh, I guess, fight for racial justice and they said that she pours libations I think that's how you say the word and she she, let me just read it you guys because it's hard to even summon it's not hard to sum it up but it just was a lot okay so it says and this is in quotes always you know in my tradition you offer things that your loved one who passed away will want you know whether it's like honey or tobacco things like that and that's so important not just for us to be in direct relationship to our people who have passed but also for them to know we've remembered them i believe so many of them work through us Colors also admits that the very first thing Black Lives Matter leaders do when they hear of a murder is to pray to the spirits and pour libation. Again, she emphasized this is not just about racial and social justice. At its core, it's a spiritual movement, she continued. You can't pretend that the work is just organizing work, that you know some serious stuff. And then it went on to say that... Kohler said, it's a very important practice. Hashtags are for us, are a way more than a hashtag. It is literally almost resurrecting a spirit so they can work through us to get the work that we need to get done. I started to feel personally connected and responsible and accountable to them, both from a deeply political place, but also from a deeply spiritual place. It then went on to say the founders of Black Lives Matter are tricking people into a religion called, I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm going to just spell it out, IFA. And it says that it is a term for witch. And in quotes, it says a prayer for the runner by Patrice Collards. It's a video of, I guess, her inside of doing some doing some quote quote ritualistic things according to this article and it says that they chant say her name over and over it also says they openly admit this is a spiritual movement they are conjuring the dead and working with spirits black lives matter is led by witches folks it is a literal cult so here is my opinion on that I cannot confirm or deny that the leaders are witches. I cannot say that. But what I do know is much of what I read outside of uh, what I shared with you guys just now, but in other articles, what I'm reading about what 
you know, if Patrice does partake in uh, the, the spiritual things that were stated in that article, you know, it is something that is practiced all over the world in many different cultures, many different cultures. I know a lot of um, sometimes African cultures do uh, work like that and practices uh, do practices such as that where they call on and honor their ancestors. And it's not just African cultures. It's like I said, many different cultures around the world where that is a norm. But I feel like, of course, in America, uh, the people who are running this country are not used to those practices. And so because it is something they are not used to, they do not condone it and call it demonic. Um, I didn't read that part in the article, article, but they did say that it was demonic what she was doing and it was satanic and she was in an uh, occult. But like I said, I believe that because it is something that is not normalized in this country, they're going, they're going to, of course, demonize it and say that it, it is not good, that it is dark, that it is evil. And a lot of times with African cultures and things that, like I said, it doesn't, it's not just in Africa, but we've heard this story so many times where things pertaining to black people and Africans, African-Americans and, you know, anything involving people of a darker skin tone, they deem it to be not good. They deem it to be evil. They deem it to be dark, as I said. And something that I'm thinking about is uh, Martin Luther King. He gave a speech before, of course, (laughs) and he said, you know, look in the dictionaries at the word black. It's always something dark evil and sinister. Look at in your dictionaries at the word white. It's always something pure, you know, something pure, something good. I want to play. I'm going to try to find that clip for you guys. Um, but as I said, things that involve black people and cultures, it's all, it's not, it's always demonized and looked at, looked down upon. So um, I believe that a lot of those writers, um, sorry, one second, guys, I'm not really the best with um, with uh, trying to multitask all the time. Here it is. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, it was the somebody told a lie one day speech. I remember that because I wrote a uh, a spoken word poem on that before. But I'm going to play a little bit of it. Don't let anybody take your manhood. Be proud of our heritage. Somebody said earlier tonight we don't have anything to be ashamed of somebody told a lie one day they couched it in language they made everything black ugly and evil look in your dictionary and see the synonyms of the word black it's 
always something degrading and low and sinister. Look at the word white is always something pure. So that basically uh, sums up, like I said, what I just, um, you know, spoke on just now. A lot of things involving uh, black culture, African cultures uh, in this country, it gets looked down at even by our own community because it is something that we do not understand. And. I know that, you know, of course, black people were everywhere across, across the the globe, across this whole world before Columbus even stepped foot off of a boat. Okay. We, we didn't just come from Africa. We were all over. We were in America before Columbus. Okay. That's how he was able to navigate across the waters because we black people show him how to navigate the waters and how to get from point A to point B. OK, we were all over. We ain't just we didn't just come from Africa. All of our origins don't just point to Africa. We were everywhere. We were literally everywhere. OK, um, and I say that to say that some of us, some of our, you know, if we trace back our DNA, our history, our bloodline, it will point back to Africa. But a lot of people don't understand, you know, who they are and where they come from and what the culture was um, and the place in which they come from. And so, like I said, a lot of cultures practice things like that, where they call on their ancestors for guidance and it's really beautiful. It's they call on their ancestors who have passed for guidance, for insights, for help, uh, for safety, assistance. And they also remember them. They, uh, you know, put up their pictures. They light candles for them. And a lot of what we do today in America is really honoring our ancestors. And we don't even realize it when we do um when someone passes away and we all gather around outside with balloons, you know, uh, candles, we tell each other to wear certain shirts and things like that with their name on it. We are literally honoring that as they are now that person who passed away, which we loved is now an ancestor. They are in the ancestor realm now. And so we don't even realize when we gather um, in large groups like that um, for the person who has just passed with different color balloons, with certain uh, shirts on, with candles, with pictures, that's literally honoring an ancestor and we don't even realize it, you know, but as I said, they, uh, and some cultures do things like that, where they'll have a ancestor, um, altar with pictures on it or candles and they, uh, give offerings like food and things like that for, um, you know, their loved one. And so in that sense, um, it really bothers me seeing headlines saying that, that practice is satanic and demonic. It honestly does bother me um, reading those headlines. And a lot of the headlines that say, um, you know, those things about that spiritual practice, uh, they were written by people who are not of color. And of course, you know, they, with because of lack of understanding and lack of research, they... You know, when you don't understand something, you you fear it. Right. And so that's exactly what the headline sounded. Uh, one headline sounded like, which was 
Black Lives Matter is waging a spiritual war on America. But so that's part of my thoughts on it. Another part is I do feel like the Black Lives Matter uh, movement, the founders, if they went into it and started it with that knowing in mind already, you know, knowing that it wasn't just words that people were chanting and saying, such as say his name, say her name. Um, I think that they should have made that clear from the beginning, um, that spiritual uh, part of the movement um, to, you know, make people more aware and so that way, while they're at these protests, they have that option, that knowing of what that chanting is um, doing spiritually or could do spiritually. So that way they can decide if they want to participate in that chanting or not. And so that way they can decide if they wanted to participate in the marching or not. Um, but a part of me feels like if they did um, state that the spiritual aspect of the movement from the beginning, a part of me feels like, uh, it would have been demonized early on. And it also would have probably not grown at the, as, as quickly as it did. So, and I believe it was started in 2013 after the death of Trayvon Martin. Um, I could be wrong, but we have seen everything that this movement has done and it has done a lot of good. More so recently, it's been a lot of a lot of negativity, I guess, surrounding the the movement as far as the riots and um, just so how some people have lost their lives, even people of color um, behind the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but can I blame the whole movement on, on that? I'm not sure. I cannot say, but like I said, the movement has done a whole lot. It has done a lot and caused a lot of people to get together. Um, it has, you know, sparked small changes, um, all across the world. Some of the largest protests today, a lot of people have gathered in larger numbers than they did than the, um, civil rights movement protests with Dr. King. So, you know, in that sense, I believe that historically, um, some of the, the marks that were, that were made was just, you know, incredible to see. It's still a lot more work that needs to be done. But like I said, um, I think that they should have stated that early on to people. So that way they, um, had that knowledge, you know, in hand and had more of an option or, you know, weighed that out when deciding to go to these protests. A lot of people, and I say that because it goes against what some people believe, you know, as far as like sometimes some Christians may disagree with it. And probably if they had that knowing would have decided not to, you know, go. But like I said, for religious reasons too, I think that some people would have uh, you know, what would have liked to know that early on and made that choice or not with that knowing to go or to not go. Um, but I think also that, like I said, I think a lot of these headlines that are deeming, um, 
that spiritual aspect of what I guess Patrice said, if she even did say it, um, as demonic and evil for their own agenda. It could be for political reasons since the elections are coming up soon, but yeah, I think it's definitely for a hidden agenda. Now, this is what Patrice did say on her Instagram page. Here is what she did say. She said, Black Lives Matter leaders have been labeled as anti-Christ, anti-family, and now, and now, oh, and Marxist, I think that's how you say it, M-A-R-X-I-S-T, I'm not going to lie, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think that's how you pronounce it, and now recently practicing witchcraft, the right wing is a propaganda machine, creating hysteria because they are losing don't listen to any of the S they are talking about. It's all about trying to get Trump into office. And we know that ain't happening. Attacks on African faith practices are not new. I was just telling y'all this, see? Attacks on indigenous faith practices are not new. In fact, even attacks on charismatic practices in the black church are not new. These are all ways that white supremacy tried to strip black folks of divine salvation and the right to connect to the divine, to the divine. So, yes, as I just said, as I just said, you know, a lot of these cultures who practice these, you know, spiritual, the, the spiritual things, it gets attacked, deemed evil, you know, not good. And that's because. People don't understand it. They don't come from it and they don't even try to understand or do enough research to see the good in it. But everybody is entitled to their own, you know, opinion, to their own practices, to follow whatever religion they choose to follow. But, um, and so I think that they call on the people who have passed and, who have passed to get a spiritual to get assistance on the spiritual side in order to help push us in the physical wor world um, further in the direction of uh, getting justice, um, not just for those people who have passed and who, you know, are uh, who have passed, but also, um, you know, on a larger scale, just for black people in general, I think they are using not even not just the physical world to like I said work on getting justice and shifting the racial um I guess plane on earth but they also are calling on the people who have passed for spiritual assistance as well um and I think that they have the knowing that this is not just a war on this physical earth but it's also a spiritual war war as well as far as like getting help spiritually from the people who have passed it's like I guess like uniting all forces like locking arms with not only your brothers and sisters in the physical body but also your brothers and sisters and guides and you know who have passed away as well um, and I'm, I'm getting the saying stronger together in my head for some reason, but I think that's what it is, what they're, um, you know, doing, but also, um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's my thoughts on it. 
Um, I might do some more research um, and then come back to you guys. But for right now, I don't think it is anything evil or bad. I do think that, like I said, that the spiritual aspect of what they are doing and what these hashtags um, do and how the chanting calls on, you know, the people who have passed. I think that that should have been stated early on in the beginning. And so that's my thoughts on that. One second, you guys. Hmm. Needed something to drink. But, um, yeah, what else did I want to talk about with you guys today? Like I said, it's a beautiful rainy day where I'm at. Beautiful, beautiful rainy day. So, next on my list, I think I... You know, I had a lot of mixed feelings about not I didn't have mixed feelings, actually, but I was just debating if I wanted to even briefly touch on this or not. But Cardi B, she is getting a divorce, if you guys don't know. And she has had a a rough, I guess, journey. She's been on a rough road with her husband as far as his infidelity goes and she has done a lot to try and protect him she you know we we all know that she had hired people to fight the women who offset was you know with during their marriage before they got together and yeah so a lot of what I'm seeing about people responding to their divorce it disgusts me it really does disgust me and it disgusts me because the fact that people can actually laugh hysterically, who can literally enjoy the downfall and the, the separation of two people and not just the separation of two people, but the separation of a family, because this is going to affect their children, you know, their child. Um, So that separation, like people are literally laughing at that. And I understand that she has made some over some hypersexualized music and she has rapped about, you know, her, you know, the WAP. She has rapped about that. But the fact that people and I saw men and women and that is deeply saddening that another woman can take part in. Um, you know, laughing at another woman's pain. Um, and I, I, I hate that I have to like pull that out, you know, like another woman laughing at another woman. But yeah, honestly, that is saddening to me that you can laugh at at the pain of a female and not understand. Like a lot of us have been there before where we stuck by our partners in hopes that things would get better, but we chose to leave in order to save ourselves and chose to leave, you know, um, because that just was the better option at the end of the day. So, you know, that, like I said, it was, it was, it was disturbing to say the least, very disturbing to see people, males and females laugh, laugh at and talk about and key key over the separation of, you know, somebody's marriage. So, um, yeah, honestly, I just feel like this world and the people in it really need some, some work really needs some, 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I'm thinking about Beyonce line and her song where she said, um, it's the soul that needs surgery. And that is so true. It is something deeply wrong to me for people to be able to laugh about that and to not feel remorseful at all. And I saw someone say that um, anytime a woman chooses herself other than a toxic partner, you can never lose doing that. So she she wins in the end because she saved herself and she kept herself, um, you know, intact and chose, you know, that over everything else. And she also said, like, a lot of people stay. And some of the people who were laughing are probably the ones who are in toxic situations themselves and are holding on to it because they don't want to let go. Or they feel like they have so much time invested that the better option is for them to stay, not knowing that they are compromising themselves the longer they stay in those situations, those relationships. But yeah, I, I, that, that was really disturbing to see people partake in just laughing, just laughing about that. It was disturbing. Um, so I think I also, I think I also want to talk about fluoride as well. If you guys uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, then you probably have seen already. I posted a couple pictures and a clip from the movie Us talking about fluoride. But in the movie Us, and this went over a lot of people's head, but in the movie Us, Jordan uh, Peele, Jordan Peele, he had put in a small part in the movie when the family was going to the beach. The daughter said, did you guys know that they put fluoride in the water? to control people's mind and then her family didn't say anything to it they just didn't really pay it no mind at all and the daughter said oh I forgot nobody cares about the end of the world and that was kind of crazy to see because it was the same thing I guess on in real life she said it and nobody really paid it no mind it just went over so many people's heads and it's so true. If you guys don't know, let me try to see if I can play it. Um, okay. Did you know that there's fluoride in the water that the government uses to control our minds? I forgot. Nobody cares about the end of the world. Yep. So that was literally put in the movie right in front of our face and it went over our heads. So fluoride is used inside of the water, in the water, as the um, girl said in the movie. It's also used in toothpaste. And a lot of our toothpaste use it. If you look on the back, you'll see um, how much fluoride is inside of your toothpaste. But fluoride is... Um, it's not good for you at all. It's used in rat poisoning. It's used to make bombs. And it also, though, it blocks your penile gland. I think that's how you say it. But it blocks it from, um, I guess, sending you and giving you your intuitive and psychic abilities. And so the fluoride, literally every time you brush your teeth, and if you drink tap water, it is attacking your that penile gland and keeping you from, you know, uh, I guess being as psychic as you can be and as uh, from having 
strong, intuitive senses and um, skills about yourself. So if we think like we're told to brush our teeth twice a day, some people brush their teeth three times a day. And so each time for all these years, however old you are, all these years, you've been brushing your teeth that many times a day using with fluoride inside of your toothpaste. So imagine, imagine what that has done over these, over all these years to your penile gland. And you might still be able to, um, you know, have a strong sense of intuition and psychic abilities, but imagine how strong that would have been um, if you were not using the, those fluoride products or drinking that water that has fluoride in it. So yeah, y'all, it's deep. If you can switch to a fluoride-free toothpaste, I um, have the Burt's Bees Purely White Zen Peppermint toothpaste also had the Dr. Sheffield's extra whitening um natural fluoride free toothpaste but some other options um are the Hello brand the Tom's brand and like I said the Burt's Bees and Dr. Sheffield's brand and you can get those from Walmart um from Walgreens and also Amazon so Definitely switch, make that switch if you can. The fluoride, like I said, it's used in rat poisoning. It's used to make bombs. And Hitler actually used fluoride to have a mental, to have mind control over uh, people during that time. Now, where is it? Um, One second, because I'm going to read it verbatim, word for word. So it says, Hitler fluoridated the water and the concentration camps to sedate the prisoners. Yeah, I know I was um, recalling it uh, wrong. So it says he used fluoridated water to uh, sedate the prisoners in concentration camps. So that should say a lot to y'all. That should say a whole lot to y'all. So like I said, make that switch if you can. But the last thing I want to touch on you guys before I go is social media. I know I made a podcast about this already in the past, but I recently watched a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma, and it really touched base on and expounded on a lot of a lot of things that I talked about already and a lot of things I had already been thinking, but just did not share publicly. But people who were actually in the tech departments of companies such as Google, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and people who were actually there from the beginning of the startup of these companies and people who were um, a part of the algorithm department with these companies were inside of this documentary stating how these companies target us or view us as and don't view us as humans at all right and so they strategically um suggest certain videos and certain pictures in order to keep us in a loop keep us going down a a black hole where we're stuck inside of our phones 
and they do so to, you know, keep their money going up and it's literally controlling us. And they also talk about how AI is already advanced and to the point where they don't even know if they can control it anymore. And they don't know, um, you know, I guess how to get it back on a uh, humane track It's to start looking at humans as humans. But like I said, it just talks about a whole lot, just the darkness of social media and how people are literally addicted to it. And, um, you know, people, like I said, it's just literally for some people, a drug, they associate their self-worth and their value as people um, to the amount of followers that they have attached to their Instagram handles or, uh, you know, usernames. So and they also talked about um, the spike in um, suicide rates amongst young people during the time that, you know, Instagram was created and Facebook. Um, and so it also talks about the political role that it has played as well. So definitely, um, and I say political role, such as influencing people to vote for certain um, people or not. And... Yeah, it's just really deep, really dark. Definitely check it out if you can. It really is thought provoking and really just goes right. It it aligns perfectly with everything I was saying before in the previous podcast about social media, how you need to take a break. For some people, it is killing them, slowly killing them. So it's just deep y'all just make sure you take care of yourself take those social media breaks and sometimes social breaks too if you need to to keep yourself together to restore yourself to focus on yourself and just get yourself at at 100 on all levels whether it's um emotionally physical physically um spiritually do what you need to do to you know get yourself right where you need to be, where you're functioning at a high energy level, at a high vibration. You don't need to, as I said earlier, partake in things that are going to drain you. So take that time to yourself if you need to. Um, So that way, once you're, you know, back out into the world and interacting with people again, you're able to, you know, do so in the manner in which you are still protecting yourself and your energy and you're not allowing it's less easier for people to to drain you. It's like putting up a shield, right? Putting up armor so that way people don't steal and suck your energy away. And I said this before, how vampires literally do exist. Not in the sense that they suck your blood, but if we think of vampires as, you know, people who suck something from out of you, sometimes people will literally suck all your energy away. They will drain you of that goodness, drain you of that positive energy and leave you with nothing left to give yourself, nothing left to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to treat yourself, pamper yourself. So don't allow, don't allow people to do that. Um, you know, do, do everything, even if it's just situations, if people are coming to you about problems they have, it's okay to say, you know what, I'm sorry, but I don't have anything in me to give to that right now. 
And I, I have to withdraw from that or I can't partake in that conversation because it's draining and it's too toxic for me right now. So it's it's okay to put, put yourself first. And a lot of people say self-care is not selfish. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. Okay, it's okay to be selfish sometimes. Okay, I just wanted to tell you guys that. But I really do appreciate you guys for watching this um, podcast if you're on YouTube. And thank you all for listening to it if you are on um, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, whatever it is that you're listening to this on. I do thank you guys. Um, I cannot stress, stress this enough. Just take care of yourselves and pay attention to these news headlines. A lot of breaking news articles have been out about aliens being possibly being on Venus. They are already here on Earth, y'all. They are just rolling it out slowly. Um, so like I said, just keep your eyes peeled back to see what's going to happen within these next coming months. And yeah, please do not be afraid of everything that is going on around the world on earth. It's a lot of bad that's taking place in order for, um, goodness to come in the best, what looks like bad things are not really bad things. It's a clearance happening. A lot of things are being cleared out. Bad people are being cleared out. Um, bad systems are being cleared out. Bad energy is being cleared out. It's a clearance happening here on earth in order to open up a pathway for light workers, for goodness, and for, I would say, equality too. Um, so don't see it as, as bad. It's, it's making way for it's making way for, for all that is right to happen and to come in. So yeah, that's all I have to say about that, you guys. Take care and tap in. Bye. Know thyself. Thought is real. Physical is the illusion. What's yours? How will you serve the world? What do they need that your talent can provide? That's all you have to figure out. The judge is God. Why is he God? Because he decides to win the losers, not my opponent. Your opponent. He doesn't exist. Why does he not exist? Really, it's an enforcer. Truth I speak. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. 